review. And uh, so last week we wa- we saw something good for Video Game Month with Tales of Vestir- Tales of Zestiria the X. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then uh, we watched uh, something that might be the worst thing we've ever watched, just because there's more months to the year. But at this point, it is the worst thing I've watched this year, which is Mass Effect Paragon Loss. Yeah, the, uh, what did this come out in, like 2016 or something? 2012, just around the same time as Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of takes place during Mass Effect 2, following James Vega, who is uh, a squad mate in Mass Effect 3. Yeah, he's like uh, the like big marine dude you can get to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And this fucking thing. Now, this is easily one of the worst things we've seen this year. Like, this if is... Not so, yeah, so Production IG worked on this, but it had to have been, like, their C or D team. Like, not even B team. Yeah, that's like... I don't know. It's, it, it, it's a weird thing with Production IG, because they, they make, like, some really good stuff, but... Uh, yeah, it's just... Occasionally, like they put out something that you can tell they just did not care about. Someone's just like, "Oh, you're the famous anime guys. We're here's a bunch of money, so you can't refuse us. Make a thing." And they're just like, oh, "Okay." And then they make something like this. So mm-hmm. there's a like, human colon. Oh, sorry. Go. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like a prequel to Mass Effect uh, Three. So it's like it takes place between like two and three, right? You know, when everyone thinks uh, Shepard is dead. A little bit before two slash during two, and just you know, kind of like where Vega comes in before Mm -hmm. three. And I mean, they did get Freddie Prince Jr. to come and voice Vega. He's the only existing character that they actually got the character got the actual voice actor for. Well, yeah, because and I realized when we were watching the, you know, when the ending credits uh, started to roll uh, with the that. Awesome oh, you mean from by... the Anix? The Anix, yes. A N I X. Yeah, no. Like apparently, like it's co-produced by like uh, you know Bioware, obviously, but like the main company behind it was actually Funimation. So like you know Gen Fukunaga, like Mister Funimation, is like was like the main producer and like To Entertainment, who I've never heard of and know nothing about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like Funimation, you know, they they've got Freddie Prince Jr. money. They don't have Lance Henriksen, yeah, Keith fucking David money. or whoever voiced David money or whoever voiced the to Sony because she shows up for like a mm. minute long cameo. But anyways, so they're on this human colony, uh, major producer of pharmaceuticals. And Fell, then Prime. They're... Fell Prime. Mm-hmm. This movie is Fell Prime. Uh. So a bunch of mercenaries attack led by, and it's a Krogan mercenary group. So Krogan, Vorcha, and Varen are attacking. And then they have these uh, Alliance Marines to stop them, but only one squad makes it and is able to stop everything, kill the leader and take second in command hostage. And that's Delta Squad, which includes Vega. And a bunch of other people whose names now nah, now nah, maybe they'll matter. Who knows? <laughs> like the only ones you really need to give a shit about because they survive is Milky. Spoiler alert. And yeah, like yeah, they Vega, 
like a pitch battle. Yeah, it feels like it goes on forever. And Vega proves yeah. that he's like the cool guy. Yeah, Vega's the one that basically led everything after the captain got super injured. And he's like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Let's go. And it worked. Even and though beat Milky's the a dumbass. Take the, yeah, take like the one eye patch having Krogan. Yeah, he's like a prisoner of war. One of those eye patch Klingons, I mean Krogans. <laughs> uh, and then two years later, they're building up the defenses because, oh no, uh, you know, a bunch of colonies are being taken. You know, all the people are being taken and they don't know what it is, except I played Mass Effect 2, so it's the collectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, like the Delta Squad is still there, like just being like a protection, just like because so, yeah, after the whole, after everything that happened in the beginning, Henrik, uh, Admiral Hackett and Admiral Anderson are both like, "You did good, Vega. Uh, you're staying there. Have fun." Oh, by the way, I'm not Keith David or Lance Henriksen, but have fun. Yeah, and so it's just like smash cuts the two years later, and they're just like installing like a big gun, and like there's like a little kid who's there to be like the war is butts, <laughs> war know? is hell, war is butts, uh, you know, motif uh-huh. because look at how free she is, and now we're going to do all the horrible shit to her, so you know that war sucks. There's bad stuff, and we like an unsullied innocent to. I to because because of reasons because this and, film was written by hacks. Mm-hmm. So while installing it, there's a they find a unknown device emitting a signal that is blocking their long range communications. So they go along with their uh, their token Asari T- uh, Treya. Yeah, who uh, obviously yeah, like all sorry know each other, so she yeah is best friends with Liara, which is where we get like Liara's like little cameo. Yeah, so they destroy the thing, and she's like, "No, you shouldn't destroy it. I need to figure out what this is. I'm going to talk to Liara. She's the you know best in the Protheans." Liara's like, "I don't know what the fuck this is. See ya." <laughs> Pretty much. And then, yeah, for, oh, like she's like, literally in the movie for like thirty seconds. Like she is just there to say, "Hey, Liara's in this movie." We got characters from original Mass Effect too. Yeah, Admiral Hackett and Admiral Anderson and Liara's in this movie, and it's like too bad Shepard is sir not appearing in this film. Uh, but yeah, the collectors attack. Yeah, big old bug things fly down, paralyze everyone. They all get carried away, including April, and he can't stop it. He, he finds April and her mother, and he can't stop it because if they do, they'll know who where they are. Because war is hell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, they just basically try to infiltrate. Yeah, with like the one token, like shady looking dude who's from the Cerberus Corporation. Surprise! Yeah, the shady looking dude is actually from Cerberus. Who would have thought? And then they also find an antidote, which they decide to give it, and so. Yeah, they're, they're like developing an antidote somehow. I don't know. I, I had sort of tuned out a little bit that part of the movie. So it's like, we made an antidote stuff. And then one of the members of the squad gets flown away. Like, yeah, surprise! Like the, the, the one female Marine gets picked up and just like yeeted out. And it's just like, oh, bye. And they're all sad. And they're like, you know, 
yeah, because uh, Vega was given like this little flask of space whiskey, basically. Like, write or die, take a drink if you're for writing. Well, and they also get out um, the Krogan that they captured because, surprise, they didn't ship him off to the Citadel. They kept him around to be a guinea pig. Well, he's honestly one of the best characters in the whole movie. And so it's Freddy probably Jr. for the best. And poor Freddy can't carry this entire movie just by himself. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Justin Cook voiced uh, Brood. So... Yeah, no, Brood is like my second favorite character. Yeah, like I Vega mean, Vega got good. the best, but also Vega is kind of the star because he has mm-hmm. to be. But yeah, because it's basically like his backstory. Yeah. And so, anyways, so yeah, Brood's like, "Hey, I know where I know where a ship is. Here it is." And then they try and get away, but they get shot down. So Brood fixes it, and they have to figure out what to do. And so it's like, "We're gonna go deep into their eye." Okay. So they go deep into the eye and get into the Cerberus ship where everyone starts dying, but then Messner kidnaps Treya because he's also working for the Collectors. Well, yeah, no, no, it turns out, like, Cerberus is, like, working with the Collectors a little bit, just, but, like, it's so they can get secret info on them or some shit. I don't know. Uh, uh, and, then, and then Messner makes Treya look at a Prothean archive, and surprise, uh, you know, the Reapers are Protheans. Oh! <gasps> The Reapers exist, and they turn the Protheans into the Collectors. <gasps> and then... All uh, stuff that you already knew if you'd played the Mass Effect game, so... <laughs> and then, shock among shocks, Messner is super evil, but he has all this, and then he finds out that uh, they're using the DNA to make a Reaper of, of human, and oh no. And then he forces Treya into... And then Treya grabs his information thing on his wrist and goes as one of like pods. You know, yeah like you know they're like shoving her into one of the pods and they're gonna like you know juice her as well to you know turn into like their you know reaper slurry i guess uh-huh and but then they just push her out of the airlock and then vega comes in and tries to get everything from messner and then it comes down to oh no vega and they re- they release the antidote but Oh no, Vega can only save the one person with the information or save the colony. What will he do? War is hell. And then he saves Treya's pods because he needs the information. And then Admiral Hackett and Admiral Anderson are both like, you are awesome. You can go into N7 now. Here's your medal. Have fun. And then he's like, I don't deserve it. And then Yeah, and then like the ending, like it almost makes it seem like, you know, the ending that, that they are doing is like a fake out. Because yeah, like, kind of oh, what they, he... they tried to do end of Evangelion at that at the at that point, like just some weird mm-hmm. ass fucking trippy shit. But yeah, no, well, like that... he has, like flashes back, and he's like, you know, you actually think he's gonna like what he actually did is like the other thing, and he was just like thinking through. But no, it turns out he was just having a PTSD flashback about the time he let a mom and her kid and a uh, like hundreds of colonists dying in a horrible explosion. And then they get to Fell Prime again because he has to uh, mourn the lives lost. And what's the first thing he sees when he steps out onto the ground is, surprisingly enough, April's stuffed animal. And has like a moment where he's like super sad in the mud. And then they find the little plaque and he, they, and the only survivor is Vega, Milky, and Treya 
salute. And then it flashes forward a little bit to him in N7 going, we're Marines, we got to kick ass, yay! And then that's the end of the movie. Cue the anus. Cue the anus. This was, like, the story is hacky. It looks ugly. Like I'm going to start with, like, the things I liked about it. Yeah, which, not a lot, so this isn't going to take very long. Freddie Prince Jr. is trying way too hard. Like, he's doing his level best, and he actually is a pretty decent actor. So, like, you know, Vega... He is carrying this fucking movie. Like, he is trying his best. And, like, you know, you got some good, um, you know, Funimation best in here. You got, like, Todd Haberkorn and Monica Rial and Eric Vell. But no, like Freddie Prince Jr. is really trying his damnedest to carry this movie. I think like he he does the best he can, like you know making. I mean, I don't I don't think anyone could have like saved the like awful visuals, but you know he he did he he, 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 did, he tried hard. He, and you can tell he's trying to like make it not just trash. Um, and then. The- uh, and then other than the Anix, I think the music was pretty good, but it was also done by a guy who did work on the Mass Effect uh, soundtrack. And like all the sound effects. And and honestly, like some of the special effects animation is pretty good. Like you can tell like the explosions and like certain shots, like there's like snippets here and here that are uh, actually pretty excellent. But then the like ninety like eighty to ninety percent of this movie is just ugly. Like it is just bad. Like oh. honestly, like, there are parts of this movie that are like I I can only think of like one thing that is you know just completely in every way uglier, and that's Gantz, which I hate Gantz. And like, the only know. other thing I could think of that looks worse than this is Ultramarines. Well, yeah, like going back to like uh, you know not an- not anime stuff, you know, back from when we had uh, two other people that we occasionally did stuff with. Uh, forget their names, you know, um, a couple assholes, whoever. <laughs> yeah, when we <laughs> no, did, but like, Ultramarines. yeah, Ultramarines is also worse, but yeah, no, like this is like bottom five for the whole website that we've ever done for me. It's definitely up. I don't know if I'm willing to say bottom five. It is definitely bottom ten, and it is just terrible. Like yeah, I scrolled you know, through, and I'm like, even stuff I didn't like that looked kind of dumb and like irritating. Like I didn't really like Capellian. Like the color palette just made my eyes hurt after a while. Uh, like yeah, it's just it's just bad. This is just really bad. Like. We like got like both sides of the spectrum. We got like one of my favorite looking things that we've ever done like last week, and this and now it's just yeah, it's just awful. Just the, one of the worst. <sighs> and now right. don't waste time on this. Like I don't care if you like Mass Effect, it's not worth it. No, it's not. Like I wanted to watch this because I am a huge Mass Effect fan. I mean, I haven't played Andromeda, but Andromeda's bad. But like I haven't watched this. Especially because, like, once we started reviewing anime, I knew at some point we'd probably get to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I didn't watch it before this, because I would not have wanted to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I had, I had been curious about it, but like, I should watch that sometime, and I just never did. <sighs> and I'm super glad I never did, because then I would have had to see it a second time, so it'd just been like, oh, God, no. Why? Why do I have to watch it again? 
So yeah, that was Mass Effect Paragon Lost. Stay tuned next week where we have another video game uh, anime adaptation with uh, uh, Satan Has Tears or Devil May Cry. Whatever you want. Sad Beelzebub. (laughs) So yeah, be sure to listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and uh, of course at weeklyanimereview.squarespace.com. And we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye.